Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast where I am currently sat in bed and you are sat next to my bed and we're just going to pretend that this is a FaceTime call because I'm fucking stressed. I'm so stressed and anxious and overwhelmed right now and it's not the one. I suppose probably do a life update first and then we'll then we'll get into it to be honest. Then we'll get into it. So what have I done this week? Well, First things first, Louis comes in. I feel like you're literally just sat in my room and I'm currently hugging a pillow. And if you hear loads of movement, it's because I'm really comfy right now in my duvet and I'm meant to be working and I'm not working. And it's we're just not going to go. This is going to be fine. We're going to be fine. I feel like this is just going to feel like um, a voice message. And I'm sorry, but it's just how my brain is feeling today. But this week has been good so far. It's been kind of overwhelming because my boyfriend's coming this weekend. Literally, he's coming in four hours and I'm still in bed. I have done another lecture though, and I'm trying not to feel guilty. Yeah, I feel like you can hear it in my voice. I just feel so overwhelmed with everything right now. But anyway, life update. The week has been good. Louis comes today, which is so exciting. I'm so happy. And I haven't seen him in like three weeks, nearly a month. That's mental. The last time I saw him was just after Bali, which means it's nearly been a month since I've been in Bali. And all the influencers right now are in Bali and it's just pissing me off because everywhere they're going, I'm like, I've been there. And it's so annoying. And two of my friends have just gone off traveling and I'm like, mm. so jealous. Um, but other than that... <laughs> Other than that little sidetrack. So that's really exciting that he's coming because I'm really excited for him to meet my flatmates and like just see what life is like here. And I don't know what we're going to do, but we have planned our New Year's plans, which is so organised of me. I never do this. With New Year's, I always wait until like the very last minute to plan something. And then I always like don't like what I've planned because it's so last minute and I couldn't go to an event or anything like that. Because in my head, you don't need to plan it. Oh no, you need to plan it. So now we've got tickets like these two different events on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, which is going to be really nice. It's going to, well, nice. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so good. Um, And I'm glad I've got them sorted because London, everything sells out so fast in London that you need to get it done early. So that was a good thing. What else have I done this week? So working, not going to lie. Okay, so the job is going fine. But when I come back from it, I'm really tired and I don't want to do any work. But that means like I'm stopping working at like half two. So like nine till half two isn't long enough for me to be working. So I need to start working after uni. I mean, I have been doing that. I think the issue was last night, because I've been working so intensely Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because I knew my boyfriend was coming today that I had to do more work. I was like, last night, I was just like, not doing it. I just couldn't be bothered to do it. And I just didn't want to do it. And I think the thing is, at this point, I have now caught up to where I'm at with lectures. I am now at the point where I've done all the lectures for this week. I'm going to do an extra lecture for next week. And then I think I'll be good. But I've totally got sidetracked. Other exciting things I've done this week. The lectures are going okay uni-wise. Like, I like my modules. Like, the health policy and power one is really interesting. It's really complicated and I can't get my brain around it because I'm not used to thinking in, like, this theoretical way. And I think it's good to push yourself out of your comfort zone and think in a different way, but it's also really intimidating because I start to think about, like, how the assignment's going to go and what my brain is going to be like in the assignment and I'm just nervous about it, you know? And then... The extended epi is fine, but the equations are really confusing and it's not like you have to remember the equations, but you have to remember where to use them. So I need to look over and do that. And I think I'm going to do that this weekend and then do health policy and power today. Now, then I'm ahead. I'm just glad I'm doing this now for a mental break because I was just scrolling and I was like, well, if I'm just scrolling, I may as well just do the podcast. And then that's one more productive thing gone. I've also been waking up really early to go to the gym because I don't go to the gym in the evening because my gym, I thought my gym wouldn't have that many people in it. Oh my God. 
I was wrong. It is really cheap, so I feel like that's the one that everyone goes to. But at, like, 6pm, there was 180 people in there. That is ridiculous. But if I go in the morning, there's only, like, 60, so I go then. Which has been really good, but I think it's also been meaning, like, I'm leading myself to burnout. Which is kind of what I want to talk about this podcast episode. I think we're going to talk about school and burnout and stress and panic because... Guess who's heading towards burnout in week two? No, I'm not. I'm just being dramatic. Oh, in other news. Well, I probably shouldn't talk about this until I definitely think it's true. I am curious whether or not I have ADHD. Because, hear me out. ADHD presents differently in different people and presents differently in females compared to males. And most women don't get diagnosed with it until they're 40. And I was looking at the symptoms because one of my friends has it. And she was like a lot of things that might mean you have it like do you know what I mean? she was like watching me she was like you do a lot of things that I do might you might have it and then I was reading up about it and a lot of it rang true and a lot of it rang true to just issues I thought I had like one of my issues I just cannot sit still or constant like I just can't sit still I always have to be doing things and I thought it was like a mental issue that I had like I needed to work on myself self-growth that type of thing needs to be better at relaxing which I do But if I had this, it would explain so much. It would explain so much. So many other things as well. Like, in arguments, I kind of... It's, like, one of my most toxic things, I think, is I'm not very good at talking in the midst of an... If we're arguing, I will close my mouth and I will not speak for, like, an hour. That's a bit dramatic, not an hour. But I will just go... I'll give you the silent treatment in the sense of, like, I just have nothing to say. And uh, everyone will be like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Like, what do you think about this? And I'll just be like, I don't know. I just don't know. And I'm just, in that moment, I'm not able to, like, talk or have a conversation or do anything. And it turns out that that's another symptom. That's, like, this thing called, um... It's when your emotional system gets totally overwhelmed. And you know when I do that podcast where I'm, like, I feel like I feel things more deeply than everyone else. Like, I feel like I feel things so deeply and I feel so overwhelmed with my emotions some of the time. That's a symptom. And the, like, the fidgeting, that's a symptom and be not being able to concentrate that's a symptom and all of these things and I think there's definitely because right I don't want this to sound big-headed it's not a big-headed thing I don't there's no other way to say it because I'm just gonna have to say it because I guess I am a high achiever in the terms of academic wise I think it's just been missed because there was no need to find an excuse for my actions because I was able to cope well enough But a lot of these things, I think it was the emotional outburst ones, because I've had these moments, this is embarrassing to admit, but I'm going to admit it anyway. I've had these moments where I felt so overwhelmed and anxious and like been crying or sobbing. And I remember my sister coming in and being like, are you okay? Because like, you shouldn't really be crying like this. And like the emotional outbursts, they're so intense. I feel so overwhelmed and like distraught in the moments. Afterwards, absolutely fine. Like, I just feel like I need to release the emotions. That's another thing. A massive part of ADHD is not being able to regulate your own emotions. And I was like, fuck off. Fuck off. This would, like, I don't know why, but it would just make me think that I don't have an issue. Because so many of, like, the reasons why I thought I needed to go to therapy and the reasons why I thought, like, I have really bad anxiety or the reasons why, I don't know, I've just thought that, like, I need to work on myself. And obviously I still do. I'm not saying I don't need to work on myself. I'm saying like, these are things that are out of my control. So you can provide coping mechanisms rather than trying to get to the bottom of it. Because like my inability to relax really stresses me and a lot of people out because I just can't, 
I'm just not going to be able to sit still. I just need to get hyper productive. Like I feel calmer when I feel overwhelmedly, like not overwhelmingly stressed, but when I have things going on, when I have nothing going on, I'm terrible. So I've booked an appointment because like, it would be interesting if I did have it. I mean, I don't know. And I don't want to say like, I definitely have it because I might not have it, but if I do have it, you get like extensions on your uni assignments, you get like help and things like that. So I think I'm just going to see where that takes me. And at least I'm like being inquisitive about it and finding out. And maybe it'll lead to nothing, even if it leads to like a little bit more support at uni that they realise that I'll get overwhelmed with things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But like I don't, the ball is rolling. So we shall see. Other things that I've done this week. Honestly, main things I'm going to be doing this week is this weekend. I think I'm going to go to Columbia Flower Market. I don't know if it's called that. I want to go to a flower market on Sunday and have like a wholesome Sunday. I feel like I want to go to the pub tonight because I feel like I've been working very hard and, you know, I deserve a little break. Um, And I want to go to the pub and go out. I think I've been doing very well money-wise. I've been quite strict with myself. And so I kind of, you know, this is the thing that's like, I think is bad about me. I will not do something for ages and it won't put me off doing it it'll just mean that like I really want to do it and I don't feel guilty when I do it I mean I guess that's moderation isn't it although I was listening to a podcast and it was like everything in moderation is the worst thing you can tell about yourself I was like what I don't know okay this is another sidetrack episode where not sidetrack sidetrack point but along with that point of everything in moderation I have, I don't, right, you know these, like, hyper-healthy people where they just kind of, like, they are super healthy, they don't eat any sugar, they don't eat anything, they just eat, like, really healthily, and they do all of these healthy things, and part of me, like, I have, it's not I have an issue with it, it's just, like, I don't think I could do it, because I think life's too short, and I don't know, I think this is the thing, I don't know how much better I'd feel if I did do that. I mean, I guess it depends how much money you have. I think a lot of these things are related to money because I think when you do have more money, like spending more time creating like a nice breakfast or a nice like going out and doing the shopping and things like I don't know, it's not as stressful. I think if I did have more money, like I'd want to buy all these like little nice healthy snacks and like cut down on the sugar side, but it's just expensive. Like I can buy five chocolate bars for like a pound and then that's like a nice thing every day. But the, like, I can't buy five packs of strawberries for a pound, you know? And I think maybe that's the way it's flawed. I don't know. What was that? Right, I'm on high alert. A dog just barked. And I was like, what the fuck is that? It's just a dog. We're all good. We're fine. We're fine. I think next door I have a dog, which is kind of cute. But anyway, back to my initial point. I don't know. I think my issue with the, like, intense healthy eating, that side of things, is that I just think how much better is your life? Because I know it's, like, I know it's good. I think this idea of when you don't eat anything unhealthy, when you don't just enjoy food, like I never want, I never want there to be anything that stops me enjoying anything, you know, like we're ultimately part of life is here to experience life. We're all here on this planet for a hundred years, let's say, give or take, we're all here for a hundred years, touch wood. And on this planet, you get a hundred years to do what you want and eating super hyper healthy and not ever having any chocolate, never having, like, a glass of wine when you wanted one, never having, like, maybe a glass of wine is a bad example, because I realise, like, people do that for sober reasons and stuff, so that was a bad example, but, like, never having, I don't know, chocolate ice cream, because you're on this hyper-healthy thing, it's just, like, 
you're still going to die, okay? You're still, at one point, going to die. And this is the other issue I have with it, is I feel like a lot of these people where they're, like, hyper-healthy kind of put forward this idea of, like, they're almost immortal, that they're going to live forever. And I'm like, no. Like, yes, you will be healthier. Maybe you will, like... We're all still only going to be here for this amount of time. And I think I get... So I think I get so much enjoyment from food that I just don't think I can cut things like that out of my life. Maybe that's bad. I don't know. I don't know. It's just something that I just don't think as much as I want to invest in the health and wellness industry. I just don't think I want to cut things out of my life. I think it makes me more miserable and it makes me crave these things more. And maybe that's why you should cut it out. I don't know. It's such a weird kind of idea I think there's definitely the thing of like if you cut it out of your life when you're younger you definitely crave it more when you're older like so many people so many of my friends like were like those children that weren't allowed snacks when they were younger weren't allowed chocolate and things like that and now when they're my age they crave the snacks and the chocolate and understandably because you've been never allowed to have it and now you're allowed to have it so you're gonna have it all the time I don't know I think it's a strange one to think about Okay, so onto the topic of this week's podcast, which is going to be focused around schools and education and uni and everything that I have learned over the past six years of higher education. So obviously we all do school. Well, actually, we don't all do school. Not everyone does it until year 11, but let's say we all went to GCSEs. Let me take you through my little educational career. So then I did A-levels and I did, I started off doing biology, chemistry, maths and physics because I hate myself um got to Christmas basically realized that I hate my life and I am not good at physics so dropped physics picked up English literature which then meant I had to catch up an entire terms of work on my own in like two or three weeks which I managed like I did fine English is actually the one I did best at so that was so funny and then I dropped and I thought I was gonna do them all to A level realized I hate maths so dropped maths down to an AS level. So then I ended up doing English A-level maths, English A-level, chemistry A-level, biology A-level, and AS maths. We're going to get into the details of that after. Then I went to Leeds Uni and I did medical microbiology. So did that for three years. And now I'm at LSHDM doing control of infectious diseases, doing a master's in that. And to top it all off, I think I might have to do a PhD which is a little bit intimidating, to be honest. I'm terrified. Because the thought, I don't know, I always thought, I think this is the issue with STEM, right? A bachelor's is not enough. A bachelor's is just not enough. Unless you're going to work your way up a, up a company or you want to go in at the bottom, a bachelor's is just not enough. A master's, you think, would be enough. But it master's enough to, like, open up doors. It's like, bachelor's won't really open loads, you have to get in at the bottom. Master's will open doors, but you need a PhD to get to the very top because most people have them. Oh, which means I'm going to have to do a PhD as well. But that's far away. We can discuss that later at a later date. So yeah, it's been pretty intensive. I can't lie. I feel like my edu- I've always been very hard on myself in terms of education, how hard I have to push myself and how much I have to do. And like, I guess it's reaped rewards. Like I've done well and like I've achieved good things and I'm pleased with like the career path that I'm taking. It's been a really, really interesting but it's been really, really hard. And there have been moments where I've been like, is this worth it? Because I'm struggling and it's hard to manage everything. And I think that's definitely something I'm dealing with right now in terms of like, I am struggling 
to kind of fit everything in and not feel so overwhelmed with everything. I just feel like there's not enough hours in the day to do everything. And I think at some point you've got to realise that you're trying your best and that you can't do everything. And I think this is my first biggest tip with education. It's kind of off top. Well, it's not really off topic, but it's not really in an order. But I think there comes a point with education and like pushing yourself and learning and studying where you have just got to realise you can't do it all. And your comfort blanket shouldn't come from the fact that you're like trying to do it all it should come from the fact that you're doing it and I think this is something that I massively struggle with I think a lot of my comfort blanket for studying so I get really anxious and nervous about work and I don't work because I enjoy it I work because I'm scared of failing I think this is what I've been thinking about a lot recently and I think a lot of that fear a lot of that fear that kind of weird a lot of the fear that I feel from this comes from getting bad grades, not knowing where I'm going, not being able to do what I want. And so when I am working, I get this like anxiety that pushes me to do more things, which in reality is really unhealthy. And that's not the way it should be. In reality, I don't think that's the way any of us should work. We shouldn't be working because we're scared of failing. We should be working because we're enjoying it. And we shouldn't get stressed and anxious when we can't fit everything in. Like granted, if you're just chilling and like you're wasting time, then fair enough, you need to like start working. But when, like recently I've been trying to fit so many different things in, the fact that I just haven't been able to fit it in is because I'm trying to fit too much in in my life. And that's okay. That's okay that I haven't fit it all in. I shouldn't be taking joy and like be being proud of myself because I'm doing it. Like because I'm managing to do it all, it should just be because I'm doing it. And I think if you can make a switch in your mind, whatever stage of education that you're in, is that... The fact I'm doing this is enough, okay? I'm going to get it all done. I'm going to do as much as I can. I'm going to work as hard as I can. But there is a limit. There is a limit to how much you can do. And that doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make me a bad person. It makes makes me human. Because I think this is the other thing that I've really struggled with education is the fact that, like, my educational career has been pretty intense. There's been a lot of studying, a lot of exams. And I've really struggled with coping with other people having different workloads than me and not like being able to have a social life or do anything like that and sacrificing a lot of my social life for studying and doing other things like doing this but that's also not healthy either I think you can't let uni dominate your life you can't let education dominate your life you've got to make sure that you do other things too like last night I was doing my lecture and I just didn't want to do it. And so I just didn't do it because I know that I am working hard at the moment. I do have a good work ethic. I will catch up the work. Right now, this week is just a busy week for me. And sometimes things have to be sacrificed. And I think it's important to be able to give the youth that time. But I think this all comes from me being able to work so hard for such a long period of time. that I know my boundaries and my limits and I know when I'm not really concentrating anymore. And I also know that it's important to give yourself a break. And I think when you've been working hard, that break feels so much nicer and so much better. So I think, yeah, my first tip for surviving school is stop taking these bits of like pride and self-love from the fact that you're doing it all. Stop taking these comfort, no, pride and self-love is the wrong word. Stop taking comfort from the fact you're doing it all. Start taking comfort from the fact that you're doing it okay because you're not going to be able to do it all and when you don't do it all you're going to get this overwhelming anxiety that you're going to fail because you haven't covered it all so much of my work ethic comes from if I do it all then I can't fail no that's not true you can fail if you do it all okay in my head I was like there's nothing I've missed there's nothing I can mess up on and it's not my fault if I fail no you've just tried your hardest and that's enough and that's quite like a toxic way of thinking the way I was thinking and the way I do think is because it pushes you into this like 
I can't even describe it. It just pushes you into this really anxious frame of thought of like the entire time. If I don't manage to do one tiny bit of a lecture, I'll feel like I'm going to fail everything. And that's so unhealthy. I think another big thing for me, which is kind of weird, and my mum mentioned it the other day, she's like, you actually seem very calm right now, like, you don't seem that overwhelmed, like, you haven't cried or anything, and I was like, because normally, this is a bit embarrassing to admit, but I'll get really overwhelmed, and I'll cry, and just feel like I just can't do it, and I'll just get into this headspace where I'm just so hyper-emotional and things, and this did happen once this week when I was in a lecture, and I totally didn't know what they were talking about, and I felt so out of my comfort zone, and I felt really tearful, but despite that, I feel very calm with the work that I'm doing right now in the sense of I've kind of, I've got to the stage in my life where education is important and it's so important to try hard and I'll probably be very different when it comes to exams and I'll be nervous and anxious about it all. But realistically, I think the past year I've matured so much realising that it doesn't matter. I will not die if this doesn't work out. I'm trying my hardest and stressing about it and feeling unworthy of doing well isn't helping anyone and it's definitely not helping me and so I feel strangely calm about the work I feel like I'm trying hard and I feel like I'm doing okay and I don't feel like shit about it like I'm not gonna lie I get really I've got so anxious and I've worried so much that my entire school career or educational career whatever you want to call it the although now when I feel out of depth I just try and remember like this is why I came to a uni I want to feel out of my depth I want to feel that because that means I'm learning something and that's what's important here although getting good grades and everything is important ultimately I'm here to learn this is a learning educational center and feeling out of your depth is good if you felt confident all the time like oh this is easy I can do this then why the fuck are you there why are you there you're paying, like, right now I'm paying £11,570. No more than that, I think, £11,800. So if I am always in my comfort zone, if I'm always feeling comfortable with the work that we're doing, why am I there? Then I didn't need to be there. And I think this is a lot of the things with, like, once you've got your, once you've got your bachelor's degree, I think it weirdly becomes this sense of like, I can do this. And I think this is the thing with education as you pass through the kind of educational ranks. I don't know what they are, like not ranks, I don't know, loops. I don't know, like, do you know what I mean? The different things, the A-levels, GCSEs. As soon as you tick one thing off, you realise that you can do it. But also you realise that like, there's, there's been things that I failed. Like there's been things that I've really like fucked up on and failed. I'm still here still got into the school I wanted to get into, I still got the internship at Saint, like, do you know what I mean? There are so many other opportunities, and this is another thing I've really, like, got on board with at the moment, is I'm trying as hard as I can, I'm going to try as hard as I can, and if I fail, there is another path that is meant for me, and that is okay, and I will find that other path, but right now I'm just going to try as hard as I can, and I think if you can manage to control your anxiety, and your worrying about the workload that you have, and kind of disassociate it from yourself and your self-worth, you're going to have so much of a better time. I think this is a massive issue in STEM. And I think this is probably an issue in everywhere. But like for STEM subjects, this is the one where I, like, I've done STEM all my life. So this is the only one I can really speak about. So that's probably going to be the one I focus on. But it's such a competitive working environment. And so many people are these like 
people who have got really high grades throughout all of school and have managed to base their entire character trait on doing well at school and so much of their self-worth comes from school that when they fail you see people crumble and I think you really see this now at university like looking everyone has burnt out so many people have burnt out because they've tried so hard for so long that they just don't have it maybe this is why I'm at this point now where I just feel calmer about it because I know that I'm only going to be able to try as hard as I can try and that is enough and if it's not enough then that's it that's okay I'll get over it it'll be fine I think that's another big thing for me is realizing that it is okay that you will not die if you fail there are no terrible consequences you will work out a plan your life is not over and I wish I wish I'd realized that more especially for like things like fucking GCSEs no one has asked about me no right this is the biggest other thing GCSEs A-levels degree masters they only ask about your last thing that you've got I have never been asked about my GCSEs. The only thing I've asked, been asked about my GCSEs is did I get um, English and maths? Which for someone that did an extra GCSE, that's so annoying because I put so much time and effort into it and I put so much stress and anxiety and I was so overwhelmed with it all the time. Guys, it, it didn't even fucking matter. They only matter to get you into the next thing. You need to do well enough to get into the next thing you want. And then I did A-levels, okay? Did okay enough in those to get onto my degree. And now when I do okay enough my master's, that's what they'll ask me about. Do you know? They'll ask me about my degree and my master's because that's what you're interested in. That's the specialty that you want to go into. And I think this is the other thing. It's not... They're not the end of the world and there's always another path that you can take. So I think the important thing with education and about studying and worrying and the anxiety about it all surrounding it is to remember how young you are, to remember how many job opportunities and different career paths there are in life, and remember that you will find the thing that fits for you. You will find it. And as long as you try your hardest, there's nothing that you can, like... If you try your hardest and you fail, then that's okay and I'm okay with that. If I try my hardest and I fail, I'll be upset. But I won't beat myself up about it because I tried my hardest and that's that's okay. And I think if you can get into that mindset, the earlier you can get into that mindset of, like... As I said, disassociating your self-worth from your ability to achieve. And also realising that failure isn't what what does that say isn't there failure failure is just re, it's something there's something before it but it's like failure is not re, it's redirection i'm gonna say refusal that's not right but like failure doesn't mean something bad it just means you've changed paths and i think this is quite like a good mindset that i've got into because when i fail something i'm just like it wasn't meant for me I tried my hardest and I didn't get it and that means that it wasn't meant for me and that is okay. I will find something that's more suited. I think that's really helped me a lot. I think another big thing about like union school that I've learned over the years is about focusing and this initially was going to be like a study tips episode but I just don't think it's going to turn into that. I'm lying in bed hugging a pillow and I feel like we're on FaceTime and I feel like there's... I have quite a lot of, I don't know, I don't want to say I have quite a lot of issues with the educational thing, but I feel like it's belittled my self-confidence in things. And it's made me quite, like, an anxious person, I guess. I think the way I've associated my self-worth with education is quite sad, and I wish I hadn't done that. I think it's ruined some things for me. But we move. Anyway, that wasn't what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about focus, because I think at university, when you're, well, anywhere studying-wise, focus is something that I really struggle with. Lol, imagine if I have ADHD. I don't think I do. I don't know. We're going to find out anyway. But um focus I think 
I think there comes a limit with focus that you've got to realise that you're not going to be able to focus all the time when you try and push yourself too bad, like too hard, then your brain is just going to explode. And that's what I think has happened to me today. Like my brain just feels totally overwhelmed with everything that's going on. And I think that's because I've been pushing myself too hard. And I know I have been because my boyfriend's coming, so I need to have a freer weekend this weekend. But I think this is the big thing of taking a breath and realising that you can't do everything all of the time, as I said at the beginning. So just do as much as you can and set reasonable to-do lists. One thing that I've really, really enjoyed using whilst I work is Notion. Notion is so good. I love Notion. I even paid for Pro when I had a job and money. Like, I wouldn't pay for it now, but it's so great. And like I plan the podcast on there. I plan all my work. I plan like my days on there. And it's just nice to have that as a desktop app. You can get the desktop app and it's so good. And it links to my iPad and my phone. And to be honest, I don't really use it on my phone, but I really like it. I like how you can have different sections for different things, like that you can have a homepage and it links to, so it links to your notes in a really good way. So I have like different pages for each of my modules. Within those modules, you link in your lecture notes, you link in, I write up my lecture notes in them. I link the lecture slides. And it's just a really good way to study and keep everything organised, but also be able to keep multiple different things organised. They have also really good templates for studying. So if you haven't heard of Notion, definitely, I feel like a lot of people have now. Like when I first started using it, I feel like it was still pretty new. I started using it a few years ago, but then went off it when I wasn't at uni anymore because I didn't need it anymore. Whereas now it's good. I'm liking it again. I got into such a good routine at uni work. Oh, this is another thing with folks and like working hard and stuff like that. It's really tricky when you're going into uni and your timetable is always changing. When I was just at home, I could get into such a routine because I knew my start point and end point of the day was always the same. So however I feel that time of the day would be different, whereas now it's not like that in the slightest. So I think that is trickier trying to like focus and manage your time. But managing my time has really helped doing Notion. I think I don't set very reasonable to-do lists. I set myself way too much to do and that also impacts how much I get done because then I don't manage to fin- finish everything and I feel really overwhelmed at all. Um, which isn't a positive thing but it's the truth so I think that's been one thing that I'm trying to work on is setting more reasonable to-do lists and setting like to-do lists where I'm actually going to be able to finish it this is another bad thing that I do is that if I finish my to-do list I'll add more things onto it rather than just letting myself have a break I'll never just let myself switch off and I think that's toxic so I'm going to try and stop that but I think that's the thing if you can get better the biggest thing for time management that I think's also helped me is like using notion writing the to-do list I also use forest a lot which is really good it's like you grow little trees on your phone and it means you can't go on your phone in the slightest and that's helped me it's helped me just stop pointlessly scrolling in between like lectures or when I'm a little bit bored so I think that's been good and I think like asking yourself is the work you're doing helpful because I used to spend I used to write up my lecture. So right now I like write on my iPad on the PowerPoint and then I write up my lecture notes. And then I used to like write an essay from my lecture notes because I used to have to write like timed essays and I thought that would really help. Guys, I'm not doing that this year. It's different. And I think accepting that looking at the assessments and catering your education towards your assessments is the best way to do it. Like you've got to play smart about this. Ultimately, although you're here to learn, you're here to like get a good grade and pass. So have a look at how you're going to get assessed and start learning that way. I know I get given four weeks to do an essay. And so one of the biggest wastes of time that I had was reading papers because I read so many papers to include in my essays and I didn't include any of them because none of them were relevant enough to the question. Whereas now I'm more focusing on like writing up my notes and everything so that they look good so that when I'm needing to use them and they are ready to be used... 
And I think that's been really helpful for me as well, just realising how it's going to change. And I think the same for like this module that I'm studying with, struggling with, thinking about that now, actually. I don't know how the best way is to learn. And I thought, because that's going to be a more intensive two hour long exam, but I actually think the best way to learn is just practising for that. And because it's going to be a shorter, more time constraint and it's more math based exam. And I'm going to cater my education towards practicing and getting comfortable with using the equations. I'm going to do that today, actually. No, I'm not. This is the thing. I'm just setting more and more things to do. I'm going to do that this weekend. But I think that's the other thing is catering your education towards what type of exam do you have and being smart about it. Because it's a game and you've got to play the game correctly. If you just try and do everything for everything, you're not going to manage it. And so that would be another big tip of advice is look at how you're going to get assessed and start thinking about how you can the case you're learning towards that be comfortable knowing the assessments that you have coming because they're not going away they're not going away like you are going to have to do them so you can't just ignore them i think this is one of the biggest things people start like people start the assessments and everything way too late don't start it as soon as you can i have an essay due the 10th of december and i'm going to start it next week give yourself and i'm not going to start writing it i'm going to start preparing and researching it because these things take time and having enough time means that you're able to create something that's really good and you're able to be way more confident in the work that you're producing and you're nowhere near as anxious. So I think that's been that's been a big help for me is giving myself enough time to do the work that I need to do, like not trying to rush through things. And I think the final thing is like when it comes to getting marks back and learning, like getting the marks back, getting your results back, realising that you are running your own race and that no one else is exam grades will impact you in the slightest no one else is going to have an impact on whether or not you get a job or not like no one is looking at everyone else's grades so stop comparing yourself I still struggle with this and I will always struggle with this like I'm really I compare myself a lot to other people and it's something I am trying to work on and I do have like a better internal dialogue about it now I used to just compare people compare myself to people and be like oh I'm terrible whereas now like I'll catch myself doing it and I'll be like you're running your own race it's okay you're not, you don't have to be the same as them. It's okay. It's fine. And I think this is another positive thing is realizing that what is your own race? Where do you want to go? Stop thinking about other people because it's not impacting you in the slightest. And I think with that comes a kind of more final philosophy of the sense of I've now got to the point where when I get a grade and I get really upset and I will probably cry about it and feel disgruntled and sad and upset if I don't do as well as I wanted to. And then you've got to get up and try again because you can't just let that, like, you can't change it anymore. So why are you going to carry on being sad about it? Well, learn from it. Mistakes are not bad. They're good. Like, failure is not bad, okay? This is the thing. Failure is just redirection. It's showing you where you went wrong and try and take the positives from that. And it is really hard. There's been assessments, like, remember in final year, I got an assessment back and I think I got something in the 40s or, like, early 50s. Like, and I was like not I don't, that is not bad if that's what you're getting but I was getting like a 70s and it dropped down to like a 40 or a 50 which is like 20 marks a drop which is a big drop and I was just like oh, oh no I can't do this anymore I'm gonna fail like why am I on this course I went to this massive spiral and rather than accepting like rather than just thinking like you know what I made a mistake on this looking at what I made a mistake on and then be like right I can channel this again I'm gonna try again and like making it like making it power me I just made it oh, I just hated it I felt so miserable all of the, I just felt so overwhelmed with it all and I really let it impact my confidence my self-worth and how good I thought I was at something so I think 
you've got to realise with these exams and these results that you're getting that they are not related to how good you are as a person, that you will survive if you don't do well in them. You will survive. And that you tried your hardest and that that is the main thing. But also that you can't change it now. So what's the point in being so upset about it that you ruin your weekend? You've already ruined five weekends studying for it. Don't ruin another weekend feeling sad about it. You've got to at least push yourself to try and make the best out of a bad situation. Because ultimately it's not even that bad or tragic. All you got was a bad grade. Like you will get over it. I promise. I promise it is not the end of the world. But that probably rounds off this very rambly kind of episode about everything that I've learned. I think right now I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed education wise. I'm feeling starting a new course is really intimidating because you don't know. I feel like in uni you get like so much time to adapt to something. Whereas now I just don't feel like I'm getting that time to adapt and it's really hard. I also just feel like I'm about to come on my period because I feel so emotional and overwhelmed. I'm literally lying on my bed hugging a pillow right now. Am I okay? I don't think so. It's just starting new things is really scary and I'm proud of you for doing it. And just I think that this is the thing with education. It's meant to be fun. You're meant to be entering into a career path that you really enjoy and love. And you can't beat yourself up for not like you can't let your self-worth become linked to how well you're doing. I think it's the saddest thing that I've done to myself and the wish, the thing I wish as a kid I could go back and tell myself that like you are more than just your studies. You are more than that. Find other interests. Don't work so late in the evenings. Like let yourself live because at the end of it all, although you'll come out with like a really good grade and everything, you don't, you, know, you want to have a life as well. Someone said this in the Q&A that I had for my course. They were like, I worked all the time and I wish I'd just like enjoyed living here a bit more. Like look at where you are. You're in living in London. You're doing all of this. And I wish I'd enjoyed that a bit more. And I was like, you know what? You're right. As much as I am here for the education, I'm also at an incredible chapter in my life where I live in London and I want to make the most of that. And I think whatever chapter you're in, wherever you are, educational wise, whatever you're doing, this is the chapter that you're in right now. And as important as it is to work really hard and try and get the best grades that you can, I'm not saying that it is really important to work hard and try and get the best grades that you can. You've also got to enjoy this chapter. This is a chapter of your life. This is not going to last forever. Life doesn't last forever. And I think that's something to be aware of. I think there comes a point when you can't study anymore. So go and enjoy yourself and let yourself enjoy yourself. Don't let the things that you have to do hang over yourself because you're not doing them there and then. I thought this yesterday at the gym. I felt so overwhelmed that I was at the gym that I hadn't done the work that I needed to do. And I was like, well, I'm at the gym now. I can't do the work. So I'm just going to enjoy my workout and then go to work because I can't do it right now. So I just need to stay present. And I think a lot of doing better at education comes from realising that you can't that you have to stay present, that you can't spend all your time doing work and worrying about work because you're going to be miserable. You're going to be miserable to be around and you deserve a happier life than that, I promise. But whatever you're doing educational-wise, I promise it gets better. You're doing as well as you can and that you should be proud of yourself because you're doing great. So... Okay, because the podcast changed last minute and I didn't get many questions for this episode because I changed it literally at the very last minute. I know this episode is meant to be on grief and dealing with death and everything like that, which was, um, we'll talk about more next week. But I just didn't feel in the right headspace to talk about it. And I was just, me and my friend were sat downstairs and we were chatting and I was like, honestly, I don't feel in the right headspace. She's like, I'm so glad you said that because I don't feel in the right headspace either. We need to plan this because we both think it could be such a great episode and there's so many things to discuss and talk about that we both need to be in the right headspace for it and we would just wouldn't be if we did it 
yeah, last night. So that's why there's been a change. So there's not many questions. So we're just going to skip to the things, new things that I've done this week. First thing, I've started doing my nails again and I'm obsessed. I am obsessed. I tried the viral TikTok trend, right? Okay, I'm going to put you all on something and it's going to change your life forever. I've got the cutest nails on. And they look like little waves on each nail. I've drawn like little waves. It looks like the ocean, the sea. Like, I love them. They're so nice. Um, I'm going to put a picture on my Instagram story. Do you know where they're from? Primark. And then I painted them. You can get £1 Primark nails. Go out and buy them. Buy yourself a gel LED light and buy yourself some base coat. Put the base coat on your nail. Then put loads of the base coat on the nail itself like, and then cure it. Put loads of the base coat on the nail. Stick it down. Cure it again. Don't know what it does, but it sticks down. My nails feel like proper acrylics and they cost me a pound. A pound. And then I just had pale blue ones on. But I was just like, they just look a little bit boring. Like I just feel like I wanted a little bit more on them because I like having like nice nails, like cool nails. I like it. And so I drew I got quite into nail art. Like I've always been kind of into it. I really like doing it. And like like I do it with my housemate. I did her nails the other day and they look so nice. And so I like drew little waves on each nail and it looks so cute and I just I know I said that I was going to start going for my nails again genuinely don't know when I'd fit it in and for a pound I can get the same effect so I'm not doing that anymore and I am so thankful because these this is the other thing when I get my nails done I'm never happy because I always think I could just do it better because I'm a perfectionist and I'm not a bit of a control freak I think and so although those two things are bad things when it comes to doing my nails it means I am saving a lot of money so that's is a positive thing. Other new things I've done this week, I've nearly finished my book about, um, you know, the case study book. I've nearly finished it. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. I've kind of put it down for a few days because I had to do other bits and bobs like work-wise. I need to get back into reading and cutting down on my screen time. It's not gone well, guys. I think I'm overwhelmed right now. I saw this TikTok and it was like, you need to be kinder to yourself when you're going on your phone. Like, it's okay that you're going on your phone. Don't worry. It's a good way for you to relax your head. I was like, I don't know if it is. Is it? I don't think it is because I feel so much worse after being on it. So maybe this week's the one. Maybe this week's the one where I try and not go on my phone as much. I think it, it happens, as I've said, when I'm feeling anxious and overwhelmed with things, then I go and scroll way more. So I think that's impacting my scrolling time because I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed right now with life. But it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're not stressed about it. It's going to be okay. And I think... This is another goal for the week. Oh my God, I forgot about the newsletter. Whoops, I'm going to do that today, now. Oh my God, I forgot. Ah, this is it, my brain feels like a sieve at the moment. There's so many different things that I have to think about that I just don't feel... I don't feel like my brain is doing brain things, but that's okay, we're coping. Other new things I'm going to do going forward this week, let's think about it. I started doing my goals and gratitude list every single night now religiously and I love it and that's like my new favourite thing. I'm going to start reading before bed and I'm going to stop scrolling as much. You heard it here first. Will she manage it? I don't know. Also, I feel like I need to do a bit more cooking. I've been a bit lazy or I need to be like clever with my food shop that when I get in, like I can just cook easy meals because I've just been lazy recently, like not going to lie, I've been so lazy. And although I cooked a delicious curry the other night, it was so nice. Adding honey into curry just makes it so much nicer. I don't know what it is, but it just... Mm. I loved it. Anyway, I'm so rambly today and I'm sorry, but I feel like we just need a little bit of a catch-up episode because I feel like we're all best mates, not gonna lie. I feel like I know you all, but 
I don't, but I feel like I do. I feel like we're all really close. You literally know every single part about my life. It's mad. But anyway, thank you for being here. If possible, if you could leave a little like review, that would be great. It helps so many more people find me, which is really, really helpful. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram and on TikTok at you've got mail underscore pod, because that's where I post like the question boxes if you have anything you want me to discuss. And it's also where I post like the boxes if you want to join the newsletter, which I'm going to do now. And I have forgotten about, which is terrible. Oh, well, we move. I hope Hope you're having the best week and I'll speak to you again next week for fingers crossed a really poignant and important episode that I'm excited to record I think maybe excited is the wrong word I don't know you know I feel like I feel like it's going to be a really really important episode I've had quite a few conversations with a few of you and I just think it's going to be really good so I'm, I'm I'm ready to record it I just wasn't ready this week but I hope you're having a great week and I'll speak to you soon love you bye